Welcome to Enlighten and Heal. I'm your host, KG Styles. Conversations is sponsored by Pure Plant Essentials Organic Aromatherapy. Please subscribe to the KG Styles channel so you never miss a show. Today we have a very special show for you. I'm excited to be speaking with Angel Intuitive Michelle Patterson for a fireside chat with angels. Michelle is a gifted Angel Intuitive. Many of you know her. She is the host of the hugely popular weekly Angel Souls YouTube channel. Today, Michelle and I invite you to join us for an intimate and spontaneous chat with angels. The Q&A chat is open for you to join in our conversation, so please post your questions. We'd love to hear from you and also um, hear about your own personal experiences with angels. Please join me in welcoming to the show Angel Intuitive Michelle Patterson. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Hi. So thank you so much for joining us for this fireside chat with angels. I love having you here to open up a conversation about angels and to support everyone to develop and share their own personal experiences with angels. Would you like to uh, set an overriding prayer of intention for our show, Michelle? Yes. I think that would be really good and if you're okay with it I think we should probably start off with just a quick little clearing maybe just because yes. we've had some like crazy energies going on so we'll start with our boy Michael and we'll ask him to come in then we'll ask in the rest of the crew that we're going to be focused on today and then we can just get to it okay okay so we'll here close our eyes take that deep breath in mm. Archangel Michael, we ask that you come in now. Please cleanse and clear our energy. Please free us from any lower energies and negativity. Please shield us in your light. And at this time, we would like to also invite in Archangel Jeremiah, Archangel Gabriel, and Archangel Sandalphon to help us navigate these upcoming energies with the eclipse. We thank you, angels, and we love you. And so it is. Thank you so much. So I just wanted to um, hear from you. Uh, through your years of working as an angel intuitive, Michelle, have you found that angels are really eager to connect and help people out on their soul's journey? Absolutely. You know, it's funny when we do these invocations, that's more for us. That's sort of like they're already there and just waiting for us to pay attention. So when we do that invocation and we get our energy sort of raised up, that's kind of like the, the come on in here. Right. You know, one of the things that cracks me up and the thing that I keep hearing over and over is I wish I could connect to the angels the way you do. <laughs> and the thing is, is it really is simple. It doesn't need to, they're already there and they're just waiting for you. Yes. To, to listen and to allow them to come in yes, and be yes. comfortable with that. And yes. I get why people might, people might be uncomfortable with that because they're a big energy <laughs> and that can feel very foreign. Sometimes people fall into fear when the angels are around, I think. Um, I'm thinking of a couple of examples where it was actually an angel around somebody, but they thought it was some other entity. And so they're like, oh, what is this? You know, it's okay. That big energy is not anything to be scared of. So as soon as we recognize it, they're there. Also, something else that we spoke about before the show, we are using these particular angels 
at this time Uh, but there's no one particular angel associated we're actually uh, Doreen Virtue and her recent book Angel Astrology 101 you know actually gave an association of angels to particular zodiac signs and this just you know she co-authored this with astrologer Yasin Boland and this you know I've used this book and it has helped deepen my personal relationship with angels but it's in no way limits the angels and which angels help you at any time they're not really just limited to a particular zodiac sign we want to make that very clear and uh, you know it's just a way to deepen your personal relationship and open up a conversation so you begin you know you 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 can relate to the angel more and kind of create I like using the angel 101 astrology just helping to develop a rhythm and routine it helps you with creating a regular practice of tuning into the angels uh, receiving their guidance and you've checked out that book yourself haven't you I did yes and I actually really loved uh, how it was laid out it's it's really accessible so it's a great introduction to the angels like you say it's a great tool in helping you helping you understand the angel and sort of what the energy is that was what was so great and then sort of like add up with an astrological sign and we talked about that too depending on the, the person's particular association with an astrological energy they might think of a different angel associated with that and whatever but this was a great book and I really I enjoyed it you know and that's the thing about Doreen's work you feel like you're getting a hug when you're reading it right (laughs) yes yes so we've chosen this particular band of angel for angels for one thing Uh, this is a Pisces solar eclipse new moon that we're uh, coming into uh, on the 20th and so the the main thing I've seen in working with people and with myself personally is clearing uh, emotional suppressed negative energy and uh, this particular group of angels really help you and you'll you'll find out more about that on the show why that is and also uh, Michael uh, to help you cut any cords of attachment emotional attachment uh, that that binds you to your past so you can really move forward this is a real time of move it forward movement so all right so do you have anything else you want to share uh, before we start with uh, Archangel Michael uh, no if you're ready we can jump right in. okay let's go you want to start be the first angel you want to start working with as soon as you're done watching this video <laughs> you know so just like we did for just a second here at the top of the reading we did the clearing like you said the cord cutting all of that's that's a good thing you should do probably every day all right clearing and shielding but the other thing that Michael can really help us with is tapping into our own courage our inner courage and we were speaking off camera about that too about how this isn't so much maybe to be viewed as I'm weak and I need to be protected from these scary things that might be happening. It's more about you is already in you, your inner power, all that good stuff. So Michael can help you find the clarity to tap into that. All right. So that might, like I said, that's a good exercise to start even right here, right now to sort of get you set up for whatever is to come (laughs) during the eclipse. So is there anything else that you want me to maybe touch upon with that? 
Well, I the the thing that became came into my awareness. Uh, I happened to look be looking at uh, what's happening astrologically. Soon after we have this uh, eclipse, the moon goes into Taurus, and it actually occults uh, Aldebaran, the bull's eye, which is where Archangel Michael is located in in the celestial heavens. Um, he is the watcher of the east, and uh, the primary characteristic is integrity. He helps you be in integrity, to be aligned with truth, and you know to have the courage to face the truth and be embody your truth to, to be empowered so what I take this to mean is when the moon occults the the bullseye Aldebaran this star point where Archangel Michael is located it's like this happens on the 25th the 20 the 20 the 20 today yeah the 24th at it's actually midnight the 25th that it happens on the Pacific time so that means and it's almost a full occultation it's like an eclipse it's like a total eclipse so that means that it'll be darkened and so that means it's like you don't see that light and then when it comes out it's like the light is even brighter and so there's this surge of courage this surge of empowerment that happens as Archangel Michael's light gets fully it comes back in and uh, I just feel this as like a surge of new empowerment that can come in at this Beautiful. time. But you may go through some fear. There could be things surfacing that you need to cut free and to release for, you know, so that you can come into this new empowerment. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And your namesake is, is uh, Michael. You're the feminine. Michelle That's is right. the feminine of Michael. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I very much feel his attributes. I think I was equipped with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. feel that energy. Yeah. So, you want to move on to Gabriel? Sure. So, the next angel that we thought might be good to work with would be beloved Gabriel, right? So, Gabriel is really good for nurturing. If if you feel a little if you're you know, getting a little knocked around or whatever, <laughs> Gabriel can come in and help you feel safe, all right? But if I may, one of the things that was coming forward as well, and I guess this will make more sense as we go through it, but to also call upon Gabriel to really tap into your creative voice. So I don't know if this is an activity, like if you want to do something creative that's just giving your soul a voice so that it helps with the clarity or your truth, or if this is an exercise to help you clear away some old stuff. I'm not really sure what, why that's coming forward, but that seems like something to stay engaged in. So I feel like it might be to keep us in tune with our soul. And so we can hear exactly how to move forward. This, you see how this is kind of all going? It's like, okay, we're here for you, but don't forget to go back in because that's, that's what's being birthed right now. That true inner power. Yes. The standing so, in your power, the integrity. Didn't you have some images that we've, we forgot we skipped over that. Didn't you have an image yeah. for Archangel Michael? I do. Let me um, just, you know, help people. I mean, these are just images. They're just help to help you kind of get into the feel and no way, you know, I mean, it's just an image that can help you uh, connect with the angel. And Okay. Yes. I am going to go right into screen share here. 
And this is Michael. Yeah, this is in Rome, Rome, Italy. Beautiful. I love the I angle love of this photo. <laughs> yes. And the, blue, and the blue sky. Yes. Yes. And as we can see here, we have the sort of truth. We have, you mm -hmm. know, and it is. It's very powerful. And this is, I think, how people should view this time too. Like you're you're not waiting for permission to be you anymore or to move Absolutely. forward. You're you're slicing through all the illusion. Uh, you might be slicing through some pain and programming, conditioning, all that stuff. It's cracking, it's falling away, and you're standing up. Yes. And that's the self-expression there again. Because yes. uh, Gabriel, you know, you know, you're we're all spiritual messengers. Our life is our message. And so that is your divine birthright and what is your responsibility to express what you were you were you were gifted with you were given this seed of your divine intent the divine idea of you the soul idea of you is longing to be incarnated through you and that is your no one else can do that for you that's, you, right. that's your sacred task and you took that on you contracted to fulfill that and you do the, you do your best you show up and you do your best you you try you know you I don't like that word try because it's like there's a little bit of a feeling of struggle but it's like mm -hmm. you're just willing to show up and take a step uh, because the universe will more than meet you halfway to help you realize your what you're what you were you know seated with when you mm -hmm. came in yeah and when you get in tune with that that's when the synchronicity start to yes. occur. Yes. and what you thought was beyond your imagination just shows like literally just shows up at your door <laughs> and you're like well look at that and you're gonna know that it's the right thing because you get that whole like wave of love that yes. comes with these synchronicities yes. so yes. here's your guidance system yes. do you want me to switch to a Gabriel image? yes yes and then also you know when something is the truth you feel at peace there's a sense of relief and peace absolutely uh, you know you know you're off the path if you're feeling fear uh, there's entanglement you're in your egoic lower mind mm -hmm. you know that's when you're you're in fear but when you are willing to take action be courageous step into uh, being the answer that you want to see in your life that's right so to speak yeah then you know you will have these synchronicities it's like what life can orchestrate for you is beyond the imagination that's absolutely correct <laughs> all right I'm gonna get Gabriel up here I love this image Isn't that beautiful and I love that there are several <laughs> so it's sort of like uh, an echo of Gabriel's yes. energy yes and remember, Gabriel is the messenger angel. So this is a beautiful time, you know, with the help of Michael staying clear, you know, staying in your courage. That's where you have this, you know, sort of open channel so that messages can come to you. So if you are sitting there going, well, I know I got to move forward, but I don't know how. Tune in. <laughs> Tune in. Just like we have the image of the trumpets here, you know, that's the sound. It will come to you in some way. You will get the message. Yes. 
And also cancer, where you know this is associated with the zodiac sign cancer. Those are fourth house matters. You can also look in your chart where cancer is at this time, but cancer generally collectively represents fourth house matters, which is about your home and your roots. This is your personal roots, your personal identity. So you're really going through, it's an opportunity now to really express, to self-express who you really are in your roots. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So you have, do you have anything else you want to share before we go to, we're going to go to Sandalfon next? Is that? Sure. Let's go okay. right on to Sandalfin. So okay. Sandalfin, I know, I don't think anybody else has this opinion of Sandalfin except me, but I always call him the rock star <laughs> angel. And the reason why I do that is because of the music, of course. But also he's all about unity and you being heard. He's actually known as the angel that will carry your prayers up to heaven. So, and he's very good at helping you balance your, First of all, to get back in touch with your spirituality, but to keep it grounded, to keep it rooted, okay, so that you are that perfect balance. And Sandalfin, like I said, is all about the unity. So, like, he would walk into a room if he were a human again. He would walk into a room and make sure everybody felt included, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what he does. So, if you are in a space of feeling separate in any sense, Sandalfin, ask him to come on in. He's another one. Like, he makes you feel, I immediately feel just sort of, like, chill when he comes in, <laughs> you know, and I feel especially for a lot of people really imagining Sandalfin around you in like roots coming out of your feet and going into the earth and being connected to the earth. And, uh, you know, he used to be human. So he knows what it's like to, mm -hmm. to be in this body and to have, you know, the earth plane existence is all about having the emotional lessons. That's why we're here. So he and Metatron, they were both human, Elijah and Enoch, right? And, uh, you know, they're the only angels that we know of that had a human existence. So in that way, he's very relatable, okay? Again, he knows what you're going through, okay? And Sandalfin is also all about the sound healing, angel of music. So you can use these tools, music, tuning forks, solfeggio, all those things during this time to help you Stay in that equilibrium. <laughs> so as you can see, lots of reasons to call upon Sandalfin to help you get through whatever you're going through. Yes, well, when I think of Sandalfin, I immediately feel peaceful. There's mm -hmm. a sense of harmony that comes, which is, you know, music, music of the spheres. It's all about harmonics. Mm -hmm. And uh, harmonizing infinitesimal things <laughs> you know it, it's like harmony at such a deep level that so much can be unified through the this this mysterious alchemical energy that sandalfin represents and mm -hmm. pisces is the zodiac sign it rules the 12th house which is really the collective and it's the unconscious and it's the inherited predispositions you know people call it the house of uh, karma it can be the hidden things we have that can sabotage us or it can be the hidden things that help us to be you know entirely magical beings and uh, you know it's it's pisces is without boundaries it's ruled by neptune and so there there are no sense of boundaries anything is possible with pisces it's very dreamlike and dreamy and 
you know, watery. It can go into the the greatest depths and water. Think water can can go through around anything, but yet it will, you know, has this softness about it, yet it can wear down boulders. So there is this uh, incredible strength to water, yet it's also very fluid and, and, and moving and adaptable. And, you know, you think, think about the fishes, how they, you know, they go through life, you know, yeah. it's a uh, very dance, like very dance, like, and very musical and rhythmic. Yes. So you want to put up an image uh, of Sandalfun for us? I do. Let me get organized here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, now it's not letting me. Hold on one second. Let me get into this again. Well, maybe it doesn't want to happen. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> It's not letting me screen share anymore. Uh, We've been denied. Why is this happening? Come on. We have a really good one at Sandalfin. Come on, Sandalfin, help us out here. Oh, uh, yeah. Or it should be Michael who should help us out. He's like technological stuff. Come on, Michael. <laughs> help us out. What am I doing? I'm sending vibes over to you to get your screen share happening. <laughs> All right, well, okay. Well, maybe let me keep clicking around here. Shall we okay. try to not let okay. people be, get bored? Yeah, let's not, let's not get, let's be good, good examples of not being attached. That's so, right. Um, <laughs> and letting go. We're just going to let go. Yeah, of but, so maybe, maybe the universe has a better plan. So, um, okay. So let's go. To, are you ready to go to Jeremiah L? I am. Let's go to this Jeremiah. A, yeah, this is uh, the Scorpio associated, uh, uh, with Scorpio, the eighth house, eighth house matters. Yes. So, so Jeremiah is a really fascinating angel. He is one that often, I think when people do encounter him, he's one of the ones that doesn't come, well, he can, of course, he can come in any way that you need to perceive him, but often he comes as a vision. So he doesn't come typically in that humanoid shape with the wings. It's like a flash of light and he typically I think people perceive him as uh, resonating with sort of like a, a purple hue or like an eggplant kind of color reason why I'm going through this feel kind of guided to do so so that you guys know what you're looking for because I think especially if you call on Jeremiah you might not recognize some of the ways that he's showing up so there's that but Jeremiah is really great because he's all about past life healing, doing a life review. He would be the angel that would be waiting on the other side for you, right? To, to look at your incarnation and to see what you accomplished and you know what have you. But the reason why there's benefit to do that now while you're still in form is so you can look at all the choices you've made and see how you wanna move forward, maybe in a different way, in a better informed way to make the most of your life. Does that make sense? Kind of doing that exercise yeah. and maybe you should speak to this, like why eclipse time would be a good time to do this life review. Yes. Well, uh, Scorpio definitely is the eighth house is all uh, is about regeneration and healing. It's ruled by Pluto. The old ruler is Mars. So there is this intensity. There's an intensity with both Pluto and Mars for uh, completion. There can be almost like an obsession 
a compulsion to uh, get to the bottom of things. You want to get to the truth of things with this kind of energy. You want to get to the root and, uh, you know, regenerate. That's the impulse. And uh, for myself, I'm a Scorpio sun. And I have, you know, this Jeremiah, Jeremiah has really been helpful with my releasing because I have so much uh, repressed negative emotion that I've had to work through that was just not only in me personally, but in my own ancestral lineage with the women in my ancestral lineage. I actually have a mother who was a Scorpio, a grandmother who was Scorpio, a great grandmother who was Scorpio. And so, and we were all, uh, the it, it, we were matri, matrilineal, meaning that the power of the lineage came through the women. And so I was like a lineage holder and I, I balked. I didn't want to carry that. I didn't want to carry and, and, and move forward with what, it had been what the collective had been. I didn't want to do that. Yet I felt very guilty for very many years. And I had to, I felt like I was about, I had to repress so much within my unconscious feelings I had about myself, the rage and anger I had about, you know, now I understand it more. I have a lot more compassion for it. But at the time, it was a lot for for me to, to carry and understand about why now I understand how I helped to break the entrapment of this lineage that had gone through our, our female, the, the female lineage mm. and how now after I've done this work, you know, I have all the support from my ancestors, which I did not have, especially the female lineage. Uh, and I didn't have that. I wouldn't allow myself if it was there. I would not. I couldn't see that it was there for me uh, because I felt so guilty and ashamed that I had balked, that I wasn't willing to carry this because I felt that it wasn't honest. It wasn't in truth with who I came here to be. I couldn't carry that, you know, such as just generally with women in general, women believe that they're not supposed to have money. The men are supposed to have the money. The men have the power. It's not okay for women to be empowered. And so that was, that was a huge piece for me. When I came in, I, did, I was not with babies. You know, you usually swaddle a baby. Uh, you know, you're taught to swaddle babies and stuff. I didn't want to have anything to do with a baby doll. I wanted a Barbie. I wanted a career woman. <laughs> I wanted to be a singer, an entertainer. I wanted to, you know, that's what I wanted. Sure. And uh, that wasn't supported. That wasn't supported. And so I was, you know, I was shamed about that. That wasn't, that was not supported. And so uh, anyway, I think that's a, an example of how you can suppress these these, how things can get turned up and twisted and entangled so you can feel really bad about yourself for wanting and desiring something that you really were gifted. This was your what you were supposed to birth in this life. This is what you were supposed to realize. But it wasn't aligned with, you know, the, the people, your family inheritance. That right. it was like, that was sacrilege for you to go against. Do you have an, you know, what about you with Jeremiah? Well, Jeremiah is one of those angels that I haven't honestly worked with that much um, because when I do, 
it's profound. And here's what I would say about that. And this might help people. You're also, a Scorp you're also a Scorpio. I'm so. also a Scorpio. Yeah. And yeah. I have a lot of Scorpio on my chart. Like I'm a big Scorpio. <laughs> but um, the few times that I've asked Jeremiah to come in, uh, typically people ask him to come in right before they go to sleep so that he can come in during your dreams. That's a, a great tip for people who want to work with Jeremiah. But when I wake up in the morning, it's something that I had become numb to. And see, that's the thing too. We get so used to a certain pain or a certain memory or whatever. We're not even aware of it anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So I would wake up in the morning and there would be some big memory there. And it was just enough. <laughs> so I would work through that, give myself a break, and then I would ask for something else. So I can't say that I've done, I'm, I'm still working with Jeremiah, let's put it that way. But um, I can take him in small doses or take what he's bringing me in small doses. Let's, I guess that's more correct to say that because he will, he'll, if you ask him to come in and show you what is it that I'm missing? What is holding me back? What is a block for me? And you go to sleep with that intention to allow that information to come in get ready in the morning. And this is where we talk like this is a good time to have like either a recording device next to your bed or pen and paper, whatever. Don't worry so much about remembering the details of the dream. It's not about that. It's about what memory it sparks in you, what feeling, what are the emotions. Capture that right as you're waking up because that's what's going to catapult you forward. So it's, it's almost like taking a few steps back so that you can move forward. But he has definitely helped me through some very deep, deep things from like way back. And again, we, we talk about past life. It can even kind of help you pull, like if you're still cycling in things and and you're still, again, just so numb to it, you're just it's not even in your reason anymore, it can help you feel that. So don't get so hung up on understanding uh, the details of what he's bringing through. Pay attention to the emotions. That's what you're here for, mm -hmm. to, to work through those emotions. So that's what I would say about Jeremiah. And I wish my screen share was working right now because I have a really cool image of Jeremiah. <gasps> oh, we ready? It happened. Okay. All right. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. Here we go. Now, this is Jeremiah. Maybe. There we go. Is it up? Yes. Looks like it might be a little distorted, but so you see, this is not your typical humanoid shape. Right. So I would be very curious to know who, uh, who's whoever's watching this. How many times have you seen an image like this flash in your brain? And you dismissed it like, whoa, that was weird. I don't know what that thing was. I just saw a flash of light. <laughs> Maybe now we see that there are other ways that the angels can come to you. And we can see the light. And I love how this all kind of comes down to a center point as well. It's where like the pure energy is. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. I love that. Well, now that we've got... I, I, I myself relate to the angels more as um, geometric shapes and points of light uh, mm -hmm. that seem to have, you know, they, they have points of light where there's a concentration. It may be more than one point of light, uh, you know, their energy. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I don't even try to understand with my, with my mind at all like you were saying, to have more of, allow myself to have more of a direct experience because it's more of a, a, a re revelation. The angels are more like a revelation mm -hmm. uh, than trying to, something to get your mind wrapped around because your mind 
my mind, you know, I, I like more the experience of what it is that they bring to me. Sure. Like you were talking about, you know, with the, you know, I think that's uh, right on uh, about, you know, the, the feeling state you right. have when you wake up in the morning. That's when your heart is really switched on because your ego consciousness isn't completely awake yet. Yes. <laughs> right. So that's a beautiful time to do some some work. And mm -hmm. I want to also say this, too. Like if this feels like this might be a scary thing coming up, it doesn't have to be. Some of my most beautiful moments I've ever had in my life have been those moments where I went, oh, OK, that's kind of a painful memory, but I'm glad it's here. I'm glad I'm looking at it now. And I'm being given this opportunity to work through it. So it may not be that way for everybody, but I'm just thinking in case people are in that mindset, like, oh boy, what are we going to be up against? Is this going to be terrifying? No, you, you got this whole support team around you. Nothing has to be scary. <laughs> also, I think one of the things, uh, and it's hard to really explain, it's more like an experience when, as your consciousness ascends and becomes more whole and, and it's, and its view and the way that it, it embraces life as an as a whole experience you you're no you are united so that you're not just seeing it in a polarity you're you're not you see in its wholeness what it's serving uh, not just maybe your particular part of the experience but you're you're seeing the whole gestalt of it the whole the unity of it, how it's all working together as one for this divine experience. I don't know if that, you know. That's beautiful. That's so well said. Yes, I totally get that. That's exactly uh, it. All right. Did you, were you able to get uh, uh, Sandalfun? Did, do, are you ready for Sandalfun? I was yes. able to do the screen share again. Okay, here we go. Here's our boy, our rock star. <laughs> all right. So typically, now Sandalfin, I, I think just about every, again, he could come as a flash of light or an orb. You know, orbs are really a big way that angels can come to people. But because he was once human, we usually see him kind of portrayed as the humanoid with the, uh, with the wings and a musical instrument in this case. I get, what is it, some sort of guitar or something. <laughs> I'm sure there's a fancier name for whatever he's holding, but that's, that's as far as I know. I think it's so, called the lute. A loot. I think it's called a loot. <laughs> yeah. I'm the wrong person to ask. I have no idea. <laughs> but I thought this was really beautiful because now we see a range, right? We see how angels are portrayed in art, and that's all well and good. But they're, they, again, they can come as orbs. They can come as flashes or streaks of light. Um, you may not even see them at all. You might hear them. You might feel them, you know? And we've talked about that before, too, about... Um, you know, feeling an angel by way of like a warmth coming over your body, immense peace, the breeze, you know, it goes on and on and on. But you, you just, it could just be a knowing too as well that they're there. So try to be alert and aware because I'm getting a big feeling like they've never left anybody. They're always there <laughs> and they're trying to get our attention, but you know, that ego consciousness gets spinning and we dismiss it or we overlook it or or we think we don't deserve it or we yes. think that it's hard and, oh, I have to do this whole ceremony before they can come in. You could do a ceremony. That's a beautiful thing. Why not? But if you're in a pinch, you could do something as simple as angels help. 
and that's all you need. <laughs> and they'll be there. It's more about you allowing it than having to draw them in. They're already there. And I'll come back down. All right. So I had one image. Uh, see if I can get it to come up. Okay. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? Uh, it looks like it's still loading. Okay. Is it up there yet? Not yet. We see your beautiful face, like your logo. <laughs> At least that's what I'm seeing right now. It says, it says, there it is. Do you see it? No, it's still your logo or your face. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing it. Well, maybe other people are seeing it too. I'm just not on my end. Maybe it's happening. Could be. Huh. <laughs> are you seeing it yet? No. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's at least what I'm seeing is like your face in a bullseye almost. Oh. It's a cool well, thing. that's interesting. <laughs> it says, uh, you are screen sharing and presenting to everyone, it says. So... I don't know. We'll see on the recording, I guess, if anybody might, else is seeing this. I may not know what the heck I'm talking about. I mean, I know what I'm seeing on this end, but I saw yours. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna oh. stop. I'm gonna stop now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So <laughs> we do our best here, right? We do. What yes, we, do. <laughs> we do our best. <laughs> oh well. So anyway, do you have anything else you'd like to share before we go to uh, answering questions, Michelle? I think we covered the big message that was coming through is to really get in touch with that inner power and to not think of the angels as being so far separate from you. And I think we covered that. So yeah, if people want to start asking their questions, that'd be great. Okay. All right. So, um, let's see Q and a, see if we have any Q and a, okay. Do you see the Q and a over there? Click on the Q and Click on your Q and A and see if you see any Q and A. Ooh, yes, I do. Here's everybody. Hi, everybody. Look at you guys. Wow, we have a lot of stuff going on over here. Do you see it too? Well, somebody's saying I'm seeing it, so maybe they did see the garden. <laughs> okay, good, good. Maybe it's just on my end, but because my screen share works. <laughs> oh well. All right. Something to laugh about, you know. <laughs> Not well, take ourselves too seriously. No, especially when it's something like this. Like, I mean, the, the Google Hangout and, you know, we're working through it, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So do you want me to read off the questions? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So we'll start with the first one here. Uh, it looks like it's from Penny Conlon, I think. I'm not really sure. Hi, Michael. He just popped in. Okay. Anyway, Penny says, how to connect with my angel. I am trying my best to connect with him or her, but so far nothing. We'll talk about this. I know that I have one and I'm talking to him, but no answer. Please, could you help me find a way to have a conversation? Kisses, kisses right back to you, babe. All right, so the angels are absolutely, your angels, you have two of them around you, okay? And there's a third hanging back. Now, what does that mean? That means that, at least the way I've channeled it, uh, at different phases of your life, you might need some more support to come in. So I think they come in to give you, you know, 
extra push or whatever whatever you're working on in your life they come in to help you so you got this third one hanging back that makes me feel like at some point something's gonna shift something and it feels like you're adding something to your life so something um, maybe it's a project whatever it is for you that angels that third angel is gonna come in to help you with that so if you're talking to your angel and you're saying they're not answering me they are answering you but again it's like what we were talking about throughout the whole show it just depends like are are you getting how they're communicating with you right so they could be communicating with you through your dreams for you that might be the best way because I feel I feel like like you have a very busy mind <laughs> like most of us have a very busy mind and so uh, the way that they can communicate with you might be very subtle and you could miss it the other thing that happens is when we get all up in that mind chatter or we get worried about things that's lowering your frequency so you're kind of at a low hum and they're up here in this high like pitched vibration if we can put it that way so it's gonna be harder for you to perceive it does that make sense so another thing that you can do is try to meet them halfway meditation is everything you hear me talk about that all the time <laughs> you know so really trying to quiet down that mind so that you can be in that space to perceive them let me see they're they're doing this right cheek so for for I think it's like a tactile thing for you so it's um, maybe it's a breeze on your cheek or a tingle or something now if you're sitting there going I, I've never felt that not ever <laughs> that's okay um, you can ask them like can you you know can you talk to me uh, you could try it that way or again I think if you just get into that that quiet space you'll feel that perception you'll feel something come in okay all right could I, could I get tell you what I'm hearing sure yeah let's okay go. Uh, yes and something you've mentioned before about taking a taking a, a warm or a hot shower to kind of clear her mental body because That's she great. is kind of active in her mind and that can actually kind of disrupt you know some of the transmission that's there for her um, I just want to also uh, you know really affirm that she is you know her angels are, are really can she is connected her angels are with her her angels are helping her and I think just maybe taking a a warm soothing shower and then meditating having a question or something is something that she wants help with from her angels uh, to just have a space then and see if it see if just relaxing clearing that mental chatter might help with her receiving more yes absolutely it's so funny that you bring that up because I, I think I did say that in a video didn't I where I'm in the shower and sometimes it's like Flash, 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 flash. It's almost like paparazzi in my in my shower with me, because <laughs> it's like because if you especially if you set that intention, like you were saying, you go into the shower and you just say, you know, as my body gets clean, let my energy get cleaned, you know, and we'll let it happen. And that's excellent. That is a great great point. Was that all you had on that, or do you want me to yeah. go on? That's okay, it. cool. All right. So next one, or maybe that was from Erica. Sorry, I think I said Penny before. It looked like it was from. Yeah, I can't tell if it's uh, is the name underneath the question. I thought it was above, and then uh, it started shifting up. So I think that was Erica. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. Erica. That was your question, honey. I'm so okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get back into it here. Um, let me let me go down to the. I'll skip around here a little bit because it looks like okay. some others. So we have Julie. Uh, I'm having a tough time getting 
computer's having issues. <laughs> if it means anything special that the eclipse is on my half birthday. That's probably one for you, KG. That the I'm wondering if there's any significance that the eclipse is on her half birthday. Her half well, that birthday. means there that means it's going to be opposing, you know, it's going to probably be in opposition to her son, the eclipse. And of course, you know, the the you know, the, the solar eclipse is going to be a new beginning. So probably anytime you have an opposition, you're going to have a uh, illumination of some way, maybe that you're standing in your own way, you're getting in your own way so that this new and you will release it. Okay. And especially during this whole tide, because we're coming up on this very powerful uh, lunar eclipse in uh, Libra that will really help to break you free from anything that has restricted you in the past. So I would say, you know, be uh, alert to ways that you're being, sometimes we become aware, we get into a power struggle with someone and it's really that person's just a messenger, messenger of how we're being with ourselves in an unconscious way and getting in our own way. And so we're really, we have this thing where, that we need to resolve within our own selves, how we're, somehow you know maybe we've got some self-judgment about that it's not okay to step into our power or just like i've had you know with breaking free some from some of my own conditionings and stuff so beautiful uh and if i may can i pop in here yes. too um julie i feel for you they're giving me the image of you sort of facing this way and like sort of facing something out there and you're missing what's going on over here okay sort of closer to home within you when I say home I mean as in your physical body so um Sandalfin I'm gonna he kind of came in as a presence when we started kind of tuning into your question here so that makes sense so um whatever's making you look out that way work with Sandalfin a little bit he can help you feel safe number one because you're gonna feel settled you're gonna be on solid ground with with Sandalfin all right and he can help you feel rooted and a little more balanced and then like you know attaching that onto what you were just saying KJ that can help flow that experience I think okay and just using music maybe as a way to mm -hmm. what you're talking about using music you know as a way to have some fresh imaginations you know maybe she's looking off in one way and really something else is trying to get her attention exactly it's trying to be illuminated mm -hmm. and maybe getting more fluid the music will help soften her her the 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 imaginations just naturally it does so mm -hmm. yes there's a great letting go that's one of the things i actually do before i start writing is I'll or dancing i mean weren't you talking yeah. about dancing and moving moving like the body that? like yeah. you know moving the energy around you, all of that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Get yeah. you back, back here. Okay. Um, me. Oh, sorry guys. I, I'm trying to read these and then another one pops in and it jumps all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to be good about this. Okay. We, this is from Julia. Since the death of my husband, it has literally been one step forward and three steps back. The last couple of years have been especially difficult. I pray, meditate, ask for guidance, assistance, help but there is only silence why you're in grief you're in grief grief is you know it's like what we were saying like any sort of lower anything that makes you feel low is going to take you away from this vibration where the angels sort of reside so um 
there's that. Let me, something's coming in. The, okay, so making me make me feel like you sort of walled yourself off. This this event happens, life hurts, right? And what do we do? So you essentially, I hate to use this, and I probably shouldn't say this, but like it's like you kind of put yourself in a coffin, and you sealed it up because that seemed like a better way to be than to be out there and have something like that ever happen to you again. He went when he had to. He is doing his next thing, <laughs> okay? And he's well cared for by the angels, and so are you. So, God, this is giving me tingles. Okay, if we're sticking with this sort of, in a, you put your life in a box kind of feel, the angels are showing me them sitting there, sort of waiting, just sort of waiting for you. And as soon as you you tap and say, I'm ready to come on out of this box, mm -hmm. they'll rip that thing apart. They'll hold you. They'll let you get acclimated to the light again because you'll, you might be a little scared of it. You're not used to it. And little by little, they will help you get back on track. All right? But you have to let it happen. You have to be open to that. Okay? So let me also say, too, um, even if you can't hear or feel or whatever, they're still there. <laughs> they're still there. And that's part of, I would just, that's one thing I would love everybody to just take with them today. No matter what, they're there. Are you picking up anything, KG, on this? Well, I get aromatherapy for okay. um, rose oil. Uh, would be really good. Rose is really good for healing the heart and for grief and loss. Frankincense can be a good oil for grief and loss. It helps with, you know, the, the spiritual, helping her connect spiritually with uh, her, her loved one that has passed over. I wanted also to assure her that her loved one is doing well and wants her to be happy and um, wants to connect with her, you know, and his ascended state so you know and so perhaps that will be an encouragement for you to to open up you know your channels i think the the essential oils will help you to clear your receptors because it's almost like you've you've shut down so you're not receiving the love and light that's available to help soothe you it's like you don't even you know it's part of you doesn't it's painful to even be soothed or comforted. You're so in this place of, you know, feeling like you have to contract, you know, and just hold on somehow holding on to this loss is going to keep your loved one, you know, keep your loved one with you. And so it's, it's just a process. I think that the aromatherapy taking hot sea salt baths, Mm -hmm. uh, daily hot sea salt baths and breathing aromatherapy, your favorite oils, whatever those are, would that help you to open your heart and to help you have a sense, more of a sense of opening and what reminds you of love and being loved? Because you need to love and be loved. You need to allow yourself to love, experience life, loving and being loved again. So that's yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah, and you bring up a great point. You know, I think a lot of people hold on to grief because they perceive that is that thing that caused that grief was their last moment with that person, you know? And so they're hanging on to the end of that rope, not understanding that there's no reason to hang on to that one little bit 
they're over here and and they're now more expansive and in some sense like you were saying if you just open yourself up you they want to interact with you in this new form yes. so or let you know that they're there and if again if you're open to it it could be actually easier yeah. you always <laughs> yeah. have a relationship with your loved ones absolutely yeah we're absolutely. eternal beings and that's always available to you yeah. never once you love you always have that love you're always connected love, the the cords of love can never be severed right so mm -hmm. once you attach that cord it's, it's that's there. truth that's truth truth is eternal that's right mm -hmm. that's right okay are we ready for the next one yes okay so this comes from I hope I'm saying this right Christio Verum uh, several angel intuitives have told me that either Michael or Metatron is my primary archangel which one comes to you first thing I'm gonna say is you don't need to limit yourself why not have both <laughs> like invite that your your primary first of all I primary archangel maybe I, I've never heard of that but cool maybe that's that's what happens but um, I know that there might be one or two angels that you resonate with that you like working with um, but really whoever you want to work with whoever you want to call in um, we were talking about how like my name is Michelle so I have I'm kind of carrying the Michael energy um, and yet I still have Gabriel who's watching over me and helping me through my existence so you know in a lot of ways I'm very connected to Michael I'm very connected to Gabriel so I say be connected to them both it's not an either-or kind of thing. Do you feel the same way, KG, or do you have a different take on it? Well, uh, you know, if she feels it's important to have one, that she develops that relationship, that is easier for her. It would be for her, you know, that it would somehow, you know, be a comfort to her to have this one relationship that she develops. Mm -hmm. But that's for her you know it's not that it's not for the angels I I work with all the angels myself I don't limit myself to Same here. <laughs> whatever whatever is available whatever helps available at any yeah. given time um, I just uh, at this point in the evolution of my consciousness I just want to stay in a state of grace and I know that everything is by grace that we it's all a blessing is all by the law of grace and to to not be entangled with the the laws of cause and effect and causality and because that really is for me where I'm at now I really experience a lot of suffering when I get pulled down and that really uh, according to and I you know as I experiment with this myself um, I shared dr. David R Hawkins work with power versus force how he's cal calibrated the levels of consciousness and you know I do find when you when you move into courage where you're willing to take action and face your fears your dragons and you're willing to have the courage that's when everything begins to change you that's when you really begin to come from the heart and uh, you begin that journey of, of unity you know where you become unified within yourself and you can you know be more at peace and create harmony in your life and harmony within yourself but um, it, it really takes stepping in you know courage really is taking responsibility for what's showing up in your life yes absolutely Beautiful. By the way, they could see your um, 
your share. So that was just on my <laughs> oh, end. Yeah, I I have to. They're saying they can see the recording it. to. <laughs> I was I was just seeing like your face with like a bullseye around it. I wonder why I could see your pictures. That's so funny. <laughs> I I don't know. Could just be me and what I was doing. Okay, let's find another question here. Um. Okay, I, this is from, I think, Ron Grape. Uh, I live in Lindsay, Ontario, and I'm wondering if my friend from Florida and I will be friends again. We left on bad terms this Monday, that's fresh. Okay, that wasn't that long ago. And I just wonder if this is over now. It is on my mind. How do I open up to my angels? Well, definitely, yeah, you're definitely supposed to be taking something away from that. And the reason why, it, I mean, like I said, it's fresh. So you're gonna be in that energy for, a while but to speak to how you open up to your angels again it's in that space of clearing because when you like we like the grief you know I mean it's a different level of upset but um, you know whenever you're in that I feel like you're kind of like blaming yourself maybe and you're feeling mm. like guilt and you're probably playing it over and over and over in your head what did I do what did I do what did I do how can I make this right when you just sort of get into a space of allowing I know that's easier said than done but get into that space of allowing Call on Michael to help you, you know, cleanse that stuff away for just a minute so that I can just get quiet and go, okay, <laughs> what am I supposed to learn from this? And it might take a while. You might not get the, the answer right away. This is where journaling is so great. You know, that there you go. There's Gabriel, like the creative process, journaling, letting, letting uh, sort of uh, what you're not seeing come out on the page. Because you'll be very, like, if you get into a meditative space and you maybe even try some auto writing, you'd be shocked at what comes out you know, uh, and trying to come from your higher self instead of the ego self. So once you do that, you ask your angels to sort of counsel you on what you're supposed to be seeing about this situation, and they'll guide you. So what I'm saying is, is you should probably let go of the outcome right now, and, and don't worry so much about, are we going to come back together? Just, just one step at a time, figure out what you're supposed to be figuring out, and then if you're meant to, if your paths need to come together again, you ain't going to run away from that. It's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So, KG, would you have any more to add to that? Yeah, I, I do think you need to allow that things are perfect as they happened. Loving what is. Byron Katie's work comes to my yeah. mind. <laughs> and uh, not blaming yourself or, you know, get, coming from that place, from the mind, but getting peaceful in your own heart. And I, I like using Ho'oponopono. I have my own particular version where I connect with my guardian angel, like a, a band of light above my head. And then I see the other person, their connection to their guardian angel above their head. And then our guardian angels are connected in love. And then I have a, 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 a like this brilliant light, you know, band of light of love that connects with your friend. And, that sh and you share this love between you. The love is what's eternal. It will never go away. And so you need to, for me, I would re, I would re, for, you know, I would re, you know, I would acknowledge that, that the love is always there and to be at peace, that the love is there and to shun love on your friend and give, allow yourself to re receive love at an energetic level from your guardian angels and between you and just be at peace and allow things to settle and then see what revelations come see what comes forward out of this because really amazing things can happen 
with healing friendships or healing you know all kinds of things can happen allow yourself to be a channel for love and light and healing in the world that's what I have to say that's great it's beautiful okay let me find another one okay there was one oh this is a great one okay so this is Tara uh, Techio, am I saying that right? Uh, how do I know if I'm seeing synchronicities because they are a message or an answer, or whether I'm seeing them because I want or choose to see them? Aha! <laughs> and this is a tricky one. I don't know about you, KG, but I've gotten myself in trouble by seeing or perceiving the messages there, but there's a couple of different ways of taking it, and because mm -hmm. I have this emotional attachment to it, I'm like, I, I'm sure it's this. <laughs> I boy I don't know if I'm the one to answer that because like I said I've gotten myself into trouble with that what I'm trying to do now to be better with that especially because when it's you again you have that emotional attachment to it that's why I'm able to do readings for someone else I don't have an emotional attachment to that so I can just give you the straightforward like this is what I'm seeing um, but for us it's different so I'm hanging on to the synchronicity and the peaceful feeling and mm -hmm. the flow and mm -hmm. that's where I hang on to it if I'm feeling like I perceive this this way and then it clunks or it falls apart or I don't resonate with it even like a day later, like, mm -hmm. okay, I made that up. <laughs> like I was looking for a quick solution and I was hoping it was this and blah, you know, so I got myself off track. But again, I think tuning into that heart space and not so much here can be a big help as well. So. KG, what do you think about that? Just what you said. Truth is peaceful. <laughs> if it's the truth, you'll feel at peace about it. And you don't have to, it'll show up the next day and the next day and the next day. It doesn't just go away. Yeah. It's firm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Okay. During these days, so this is uh, Katarina Vaz. During these days, I've been battling to process recent events and I confess it's been overwhelming we're all in the same boat I think I'm not sure if I'm interpreting things correctly because it's a lot of baggage and I'm honestly scared okay I just want to do the best I can KG you want to start with that well that's all you can do is the best you, if you know you're showing up and doing the best you can then you have to just let go I love using a God box okay <laughs> myself okay. when something is just this is this is just over over me this is just so entangled and it's just got so many different encumbered so much stuff you know I can't work my way through this then I do the best I can with it and I write a message put it in the God box I actually have you know I have a God box and then I have a really big box <laughs> with crystal <laughs> so I believe me I give a lot <laughs> right <laughs> Just, and I don't worry about it I know that it's been handled already in truth in the spiritual world and I will be guided and directed exactly what to do and in what order and I don't let it encumber my life I don't let it you know I, I don't let it keep jangling me and I you know I don't focus my attention on it I don't give it any of my energy I let God and one of the handy things I have if there's something that is developing and that's not the way I want it to go and I've cleared it with my angels that you know I can just put it into it <laughs> I don't want this in my life this kind of energy I will put a little I'll get a little post-it note 
and write whatever it is that's going on and I and I just put an affirmation that it, this is done and I just fold that up and stick it in the bottom of a, of, of a Dixie cup or some kind of paper cup fill it with water and put it in the freezer and it works like a charm <laughs> really that's awesome I love that man I needed that a couple of days ago you know <laughs> The thing that people don't realize is, you know, like I, I, she's saying it was overwhelming. When was that? The 16th? I had one of the worst days. I woke up and I was just like, I could not get my body going. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's bad when you're standing there, like trying to figure out how to make coffee. And you're just like, I know there's a filter and I know there's some grounds that should be involved, but I'm not sure how they go together. I mean, that's how out of it I was. And then I just. That sounds healthy though. I mean, I think it's really good. If you're, if your mind is getting so disconnected from reality now, it means something new, a whole new thing can come in. So yeah. it's funny that you say that because I started, you know, I did feel that I felt overwhelmingly like something is coming. This is making space for something. Right. But it was still overwhelming. I'm still a human being. So I still had that fear thing going on. And for me, what did I immediately do? I tried to control it. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's stay with the coffee thing. So I'm like, okay, snap out of it. Like filter grounds, water, plug it in. <laughs> I'm on this. Right. So, you know, but I still went through that and I ended up exhausting myself even more. And long story short, it was just like, I was having one of those days too. Like where I was just really pushing myself to even, um, make the day go, you know, like to, to stay doing the work. And, you know, I think a lot of people were agitated over. The I think Sandalfon was really trying to work with you that day. I'm you know, seeing like, Sandalfon <laughs> all around you right now. Well, you need to put on some music and, and I dance did that. You. Oh, good. good. And I did that. But we'll see what happened for me though, is I kind of was like, you want to talk about letting go. I was like, okay, forget this. So I laid down and I'm just like, angels. <laughs> what is going on and I always open it up to like whatever angel wants to come in and talk to me and help me that's the one that can come in so I grabbed my my black tourmaline right because I felt out of sorts sandalfin it's funny that you're seeing sandalfin as I tell this story sandalfin came in I felt rooted and I wouldn't say that I jumped up and was like you know like superwoman like here we go I'm, I'm better now but I I felt better about what was happening and I was able to cope so that's why I'm saying like <laughs> I feel you. I totally feel you. But, you know, it, it's really amazing, too, when you just, if you can't remember what angel does what, and you're just like, angels, help out, please, you'll find that you're guided to something, like maybe a crystal or something, and you're just sitting there. Like, there are times where I'm just like, I pick something up, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm picking this up. And I'll forget why, what things are even called. Half the time, I just have so many crystals around my apartment, which is kind of an embarrassing thing to admit. But then I'll go and look it up, and I'll see helps for grounding, helps you to connect to the divine or whatever, you know. So they'll guide you to the thing that might help you out, whatever you particularly need is what I would say. Okay. Should we go on to another one? Do we yes. have time? Go ahead. Okay. All right. Oh, I did. Oh, this is from Sharon. Um, I did a reading with the Angels of Atlantis Oracle cards. That's Stuart Pierce, right? And the three angels that came up are Sandalfin, Uriel, and Metatron. What is the best way to get to know them and their energies? Thank you, Michelle and KG, sending you both love. Well, I'm sending you love too, honey. Well, KG, why don't you start with that? Do you want to, what was your impression? Because I feel something like there's like great knowledge there. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to just show you this book we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. this is a way to start. 
So getting the uh, Angel Astrology 101 by Doreen Virtue and uh, co-authored with Yasmin Boland, who's a, an astrologer, I think that is a good place to start with developing a relationship. It's no substitute substitute for your own personal experience, which exactly. is really primary, but it will help you develop a rhythmic relationship. So I work with it with the moon cycles myself because the moon's always changing. So wherever the moon's at, that's the angel I will tune into on that day. Mm -hmm. And it just really helps you to begin to open up a conversation and see how, you know, see how it feels. And, you know, it, I really developed, you know, and deepened in my personal relationships. Uh, so I can say that. Uh, mm -hmm. for myself and using it because I think it, the information is solid uh, you know that we have a particular angel uh, yes there are certain characteristics of angels that definitely do line up with these particular zodiac signs so I think that's why it works because mm -hmm. it's, but you shouldn't think that that's the only angel that can work with that zodiac sign so I just want to be clear about that right well I, I'm remembering when I well first of all the angels just kind of like whoo came in and I'm like I don't know what angel what does what how what so you know I started out just looking up things online and then um, I, I think we were talking about this too off camera when we were saying like at least for me some of the first books that I read had a very religious context mm -hmm. or put the angels in a very religious context or you had these people saying that you can't work with the archangels you're not supposed to bother them with your problems and it was one of those things again I because I had that connection already, especially with Gabriel, I asked for his guidance. I perceive him as male. You don't have to. Um, his guidance on where I should go. And I was guided to Diana Cooper, Doreen Virtue, Stuart Pierce, uh, Chris Alexandria. Who else? Uh, there were a couple others in there. Oh, um, Karen and Frank Borga. They're, they're really cute. I love those two. And it was just interesting because everybody had a different take on the angels. And again, it's whatever you connect with in their energy. And what I found with Doreen, Doreen Virtue is really great at making, making the angels feel uh, like palatable. I don't know if that's the word, but you can, you feel connected to them because she puts it, she's not watering it down for you, but you can still somehow understand exactly where she's coming from. And it's like, like she's telling you about her best friend or something, you know what I mean? So if you're really wanting to um, just have kind of a straightforward, what does this angel do? Da, 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 who can I work with? Doreen Virtue books are excellent. Okay. And, but again, like, like KJ, you were saying, you know, it, it really does depend on how you interpret that, that angel and what kind of energy you're picking up. So I would recommend starting with Doreen, and um, then expanding from there, check out other angel mediums and kind of what their take is on um, where are we at here. Sandalfin. So we talked about Sandalfin. Uriel is all about great ideas, uh, helping you tap into your wisdom. Um, and he's, I, I kind of perceive him too, as kind of helping you have your own inner power. They all have that kind of aspect about them in their own way, helping you tap into something that will help you be more powerful. Now, Metatron. Metatron. A oh boy. Okay, so I love Metatron so much, and that's Sandalfin's brother. Uh, well, they were when they were Enoch and Elijah. And Metatron is the overseer of the Book of Life. Um, he 
watches over children. He really watches what's happening in the sixth dimension and what all that sacred geometry is doing. And he's a cool one to work with if you have platonic solids around and you're interested in that. You sort of like the geometry of the universe. Work with Metatron. He'll come in and put little flashes of stuff in your head and uh, uh, help you understand it. And I don't know, but to me, he feels more like a cosmic kind of I don't know, that's just how I perceive it. Take it for what it's worth. <laughs> like, he helps you get connected in that way. So, but again, there, there are lots of resources out there for you to look into. Cool. Shall I try to find another? Yeah, why don't we just take one more? I'm running oh, short on. Okay. I think. Okay, so that was... You guys are so welcome. It's a lot of like love and gratitude. <laughs> love and gratitude to you guys it's, back. It's my, it's my pleasure. It's an honor to be yes. able to. Oh, this is a great one to end on. I think this is uh, Michael John Landreth. In the spirit of community and gratitude, when I work with the angels, I always try to be as thankful as possible for all their help. Is there more I can do to say thanks? Do you ever think we could help them and uplift them? They were designed to help us, and they are happiest when we open ourselves up to love and invite them in. Because think about how happy you are when you're on your path and you are fulfilling what you incarnated to do. You feel amazing, don't you? You feel probably like super uplifted and all these things, and that's how they feel too. But they are pure love. They are pure light. So when you're in a space of pure love and pure light, and you're connecting with them, I, in my mind, that's what makes them super happy. So um, let me, if I may, should I see if there's anything coming through about okay. to him? <laughs> Don't worry about us. Don't worry about us. You know, we're watching over you. We love doing this, and you need to not, because I think for you, Michael, it feels like, um, like you start to feel like there's a debt of gratitude this is like a little heavier than what i mean it but like i think when when you ask them for something and you get it you're like you know like maybe you hesitate to ask them for too much at once because you think well i don't want to bother them you're not bothering them okay you're making them even happier and the, anything that sparks the love in you makes them buzz and sparkle too so don't be afraid they they feel your love they feel your gratitude and they're happy to do it Anything on your end, KG? That's it. They just want you to be happy. That's what makes them happy. Yeah. Everything you said. So. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, it's been such a pleasure. I want to thank everyone <laughs> for joining us for this very special episode of Conversations to Enlighten and Heal with Angel Intuitive Michelle Patterson. Remember to subscribe to KG Styles' channel so you never miss a show. My next conversation show will be about the upcoming Libra Lunar Eclipse with the venerable Vedic astrologer Mo Abdelbaki. I'll also be posting a show about the spring eclipse season and the astrology of the Libra full moon lunar eclipse. This will be a blood red moon, and it's the third in the rare tet tetrad that's been happening. The final one be, will be September 28th, which will be the closest uh, moon to the Earth. For 2015 so stay tuned have a beautiful day everyone a warm mahalo much love to you wishing you happy days always thanks again Michelle it's 
such a pleasure chatting with you. I love sharing, talk about the angels with Yay, you. So. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So until next time, relax, enjoy your life, and stay connected. All right.